Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Everyone, welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast. This week we have the episodes The Stolen Stones and The Dunsparce Deception. Just a quick reminder this is an E Floor explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co host, Austin. Hello. Hello, Austin. Glad you're here. Glad you're here with us. Where else would I be? I don't know. Where else would you be? Nothing else better to do but talk about Pokemon. God, sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, our other co-hosts, Alex Don't introduce is here. Alex. It's all me. It's all Austin time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just going to be a passive observer this entire episode. <laughs> That's a smart choice with these episodes. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I enjoyed them. I thought they weren't bad. Also, hello. I don't know if I said hello, so hello. Hello, hello. We've had bad, <laughs> we've had bad luck with our recording recently and i don't mean the audio i don't mean with uh the episodes being bad i just mean the weather has been awful every single day we've recorded it's been rainy cold and windy is it rainy or windy now yeah you live in a sphere of like bad weather because just follows my mood whatever my mood is the weather becomes i mean it seems kind of it looks a little gray out there but it's not it doesn't look to be particularly nasty just kind of a normalish sort of overcast where I'm currently at, I, I'm in like a wind turbine, basically, because there's kind of like a center square of the buildings, and the wind comes through between the buildings and like gets trapped and makes like a horrible, whoosh, like a tornado's fucking coming, and it's terrifying all the time. See, that would put me to sleep. I'd fall asleep to that. I still want to know, Austin, if you ever solved the nope. waffle pancake smell mystery. Nope. That's a weird, because your buildings are kind of, not buildings, but your doors are kind of far apart. I can only smell it when I'm sitting right here. Oh, you know, you'll probably share a vent. Mm. That's what it is. There's not a vent here. There's one over there. Yeah, it's probably over there. Yeah, you're probably getting there, like, pollution. Do you guys remember that TV show, The Oblongs? That was underrated. They were, like, living downhill of, like, a toxic waste dump. And I don't know why I just thought of that. Like, maybe, Austin, you're downhill from, like, a toxic pancake dump or something and i'll take it the smell is coming from there yeah that show was underrated wasn't it it was, was will ferrell right i don't recall my friend lived next to a toxic waste dump actually i believe you what? i believe you yeah 100%. yeah it was next to this old i don't know if it was a paper mill at the time but it was a long time ago and they got in a lot a lot of trouble for dumping a lot of mercury and just like lead every kind of contaminant you can imagine in oh, the water wow. And their house is right next to the river. That's absolutely awful. Yeah, and they're still there, from what, as far as I know. I think I know they got money from it. Like there was like a I don't know if they sued or the city sued or whatever, but they were like, "You can move, or we can give you this money." And I think they took, they took the money. So. Well, they didn't take the money and then move. No, I guess not. I don't know. I guess they were like, "I'm gonna buy something else with this money." It was a nice house, though. We need to get Eric Brockovich up in here. Like, she's going to get them the money <laughs> and they're going to move. <laughs> that was a sad movie, though. That was really sad. Okay, it was Will Ferrell, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Jacob, you were right. Mm-hmm. God, that was a different point in his career, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. He's done all, all kinds of weird stuff, I feel like. What is he? He's the He's been an actor, an animator, voice actor. He's the drummer for uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So he's done a, <laughs> he's done a lot of stuff. That's a joke, Austin. Those two guys really do look alike. Yeah, they had that drum off on like, I can't remember what late night show it was. Was it Kimmel or Fallon? I think it was I Fallon. I think they're both the same. They're both the same? She's the Fallon and Kimmel. They're both not entertaining. I'll say that. They're both middle-aged white dudes with brown hair who are kind of just not really that funny. Sorry to all the Fallon and Kimmel lovers out there. I don't I, know which one's which. I don't take it back. But one of them's worse than the other one. I can't remember which one. I think Fallon's worse, but again, subjective. See, I think maybe. Kimmel's I worse. Know. So yeah, it's all... Okay. I, gotta, I gotta Google it. Hold on. It's almost like people have different likes and dislikes. Oh, I think Fallon's the worst of the two, but they're both bad. Yeah. I think the problem is that only like 60 plus watch those shows. Mm. And so they really try to like keep it low key with the comedy. I don't know. I don't know. The the, the boomers, they watch all sorts of weird shit we've never heard of. Like, like the Yellowstone franchise and like... But you've heard of it because you're naming well, it. Well, yeah, but like, there's <laughs> other stuff I can't name that I can't even think of. Um, um, I don't know. I'm not in that boomer crowd like Austin, so I can't even name it. Well, when I go to my parents' house, they're watching like the weirdest shit you've ever heard of in your life. Well, that's like how you, you told us about that potato book last time. What was it called again? Don't bend over in the garden, Granny. You know them taters got eyes. Which, by the way, we looked up that guy and he was like problematic. So Yeah, he was problematic. A go figure. Just, okay, Austin, next time you're over visiting with your folks, just ask them what they like to watch in their spare time. All right. Well, what do we like to watch in our spare time? What do we like to watch? Pokemon. No, just kidding. That's too early. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody watch anything? Uh, any Kevin Cosner movies this week? Anybody? Kevin Cosner movies? Mm-hmm. Bull Durham, so Tin Cup. Oh, The Twilight Zone. is oh, that? That's an oldie. That's a good one, though. Which, oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so I... I made a discovery which this is i know this is not half as exciting as i'm making this out to be but i was going through i'm, I'm all in this frugal mindset right now because i'm like getting in, i'm in the process of moving and so i'm like looking ahead i'm like okay how can i save like every penny i'm thinking of like okay what subscription services that we have for streaming there's a free channel on my roku tv and it's pluto you guys mm-hmm. have probably heard of that mm-hmm. they have all kinds of free shows on there i was that's why i was watching twilight zone is Tubi free? I think Tubi's so. free. Yeah, Tubi there's free V too from um, Amazon. You just have to watch ads. And then there's um, Peacock. Is Peacock free? No, it's not. No. Oh, it's not? Okay. I see that advertised a ton, but I, I thought it was free. But see, the thing is, even the paid subscriptions like Netflix and Hulu, they have ads anyway. So I just, I mute them. I, don't, I just don't pay attention when the ads come on. But I'm like, I feel like I'm discovering this whole new world. It's kind of cable-ish, but you can still rewind. Yeah. Because I, I started Twilight Zone yesterday, and it was in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, no, I guess I can't go back to the beginning. But then all of a sudden, this little notification popped up on my screen. It's like, press rewind to go back to the beginning. I'm like, no way. This is awesome. I don't know. It just tickled me. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is... And they had all kinds of stuff on there, like Andy Griffith Show and <laughs> the, the, Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. The real classics, it seems like. Yeah. Green the Acres. Classics. Was Green Acres on there? Um, what about... Uh, they had all kinds the outer of stuff limit. on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did the same thing. You can get an antenna too and watch a bunch of stuff with that. Because I remember I did this. I was in the same situation, and I still want to watch football games. I don't want to pay for it though. But with the antenna, you can get like football and sports and 
I need to rework my my bills. I'm paying too much. I need to figure it all out. I just need to take yeah. the time. It's just so boring, but I got to do it. But it'll save you so much know, money in the long run. It's worth I it. I love that. The exciting of it, being on the phone negotiating. It's like a oh, thrill for nightmare. me. I love it. I'm surprised I don't have recurring nightmares where I'm on the phone with oh people. <laughs> Dude, it like gets me off. I'm so excited when it's renegotiation time. Okay, then I have a proposition. Do you want to call around and get me the best rate on my car insurance because i'm looking to switch what i would look into is this may be a thing they're starting to do is when you get your renter's insurance go through one of the major car companies and see if you can bundle it for a discount rate oh that's what i absolutely planning on doing i'm planning on switching my current provider because they they are charging so much it's absolutely insane i'm like okay i'm done with you guys like i have to switch this is too much so perfect opportunity considering I'm moving and I have to get the renter's insurance, but I need somebody who can teach me how to negotiate because got to sign up for all the internet stuff and all the, basically everything that comes with moving, right? So I'm writing myself reminders for who I need to call tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is with like internet is there's only like two options. And so you've really got to play them off each other, which sucks because there's other like the cell phone stuff that's coming out now. I heard it's not good. You know what the worst thing is? I was so shocked because it's not like I'm moving into a very rural or remote area. I mean, this is pretty, it's a suburb near a major metropolitan area. I was, to your point, I was looking because I was like, okay, surely I'll have some choices when it comes to an ISP. But I was looking on some of these websites and it tells you to put your address in to see if, if they cover your area, your address. A lot of the ones I checked on, they're like, oh, we're not available at this address. I'm like, what? At my apartment, I had to get Comcast. There was no other option. I wonder if they have some kind of secret deal or they something. Do. Like, you can't... They do. Because what happens is they, like, wire it. It's already right. pre-wired. Yeah, like, even when you buy a home, it's already pre-wired. And, like, if you go with the one that's already there, it's cheaper because then they don't have to redo it. I was so disappointed because I was like, okay, I'm going to have some options. I'm going to see. But it's like, no, sorry, we don't provide service here. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm shoehorned into one of these two walmart sells hot spots now and maybe you could go there and get because you're only one person and you're only gonna be using one internet like at a time probably so maybe that would be an option go there and buy one of those hot box hot boxes <laughs> those hot spots we're gonna hot box you <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hot box too that really you don't need internet if you're hot boxing and pay like the unlimited plan you know it's times like these that you really everybody's got their hand out it's like money is just flying out of my bank account faster than it gets put into it so Austin, what have you done? Oh God, fucking nothing. Okay, I could like I could bore you guys with like what I'm watching on Netflix, but I don't want to. Okay, what are you watching on Netflix? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> no, not really. I'm not doing anything exciting. It's a calm period, which I like. I like a calm period. Cool, Jacob. What did you do? Yeah, what I do? What about you, Jacob? I dwelled in the video video game realm again this week. Uh, you guys may have heard of this game. It's called. It's old. These are old games. I'm not. And I do a new one. Oldie but goodie. Is this Netflix right? gaming yeah. again? Yeah, it's Netflix gaming again. And it's called Oxen Free. You've heard of this? I feel like I've heard of it, but it's vague enough to where I don't really remember what that is. It's a fun, short little sweet game. I think it's like four hours. Maybe it took me like three to beat it. But you kinda it's about like these people that get possessed and you're on this island where these ghosts are where this ship sank or submarine sank and they're trying to repossess people Ooh. to come back to life because they're trapped in this dimension where uh, they're not in heaven or hell. Okay, so when you said that, that is absolutely not what I was no, thinking no. that game was going to be. I was like, this is going to be some like 
farming sim, like Oregon Trail, like Ollie Ollie. You gotta oxen get the oxen back in their pen. No, yeah, no, 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 and no. Jacob's like possessed pirate ghost demons. <laughs> I would, I would check it out. Like it's really entertaining. The story's pretty good. You got to save people from being possessed, and it's one of those games where decisions matter. But I didn't know that until the end. Were you surprised by how it ended? Yeah, then? like I killed someone apparently, and I was like, I don't remember even killing someone and there was like a relationship that was formed that I didn't even start I didn't realize when I made the decisions that they were going to be impactful to the story that could be pleasant or unpleasant but I'm sure it sounds like a little good experience that you yeah but it seems like the choices I made had like devastating consequences basically ruined people's lives after this event oh yeah like you can get close a close relationship with a character but it's based off one decision you make but after I made that decision, I talked to that person more than anybody and had them follow me around to solve these puzzles more than anything. But at the end, they still leave me and never want to see me again. Oh, that's <laughs> rough. Yeah. It's like, this makes no sense. Is that it for our weeks? Are we ready to move on to our Pokemon episodes? Let's go with extreme speed into the next episode. Ooh, Ooh. good transition, Austin. Jacob, you got a run for your money there. I was there. setting up for something and Austin ruined it. God damn it. Okay, rewind. I was going to be like, let's go into our Pokemon episodes, and we're going to talk, we're going to act like we're going to go into it, but then I was going to be like, oh, wait, I got to talk about something else. Did I just deceive (laughs) y'all like this episode this week with the Dunsparce deception? Bad, bad. Okay, all right. Okay, actually, I do have a critique of that because I feel like there was no deception. Well, actually, there was a little bit. I was going to bring it it up, but you didn't let me finish. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish. We're like a we're like a nude dog this week, or neutered dog this week with the stolen a nude stones. Dog. It's a neutered. My bad. <laughs> with the stolen stones, because you know they're missing their nuts, so the stones are gone. Good, good try. Good effort. Devil's hands have been busy because if you you look at Dunsparce, that thing looks awful, right? It looks like it's just trying to die. Okay, who researched Dunsparce? Because I did not care enough to do it. <laughs> I didn't either. What, what what was the question? Who researched Dunsparce enough to know what the fuck it actually is? It's a creature uh, that lives in the ground. It looks like a, a grub or something that eats grass, like a mole cricket. Should we, should we wait till the Dunsparce episode to get into it? Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Um, Does it say if it's based on an actual animal? Uh, All right. You know what? Let's just start with the stones thing, and then I'll subtly do some research in the background. Okay. Oh, right. The randomizer has spoken for this week. Alex, you got the 30-second summary challenge. Austin, you're going to do the stolen stones, and then I got to talk about uh, Dunsparce, whatever that is. But didn't I do it last week, too? We all did everything last week. <laughs> oh, that's right, because we did three episodes. <laughs> Okay, so I wasn't wrong, technically. 30-second summary challenge for the Stolen Stones. Oh, God. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, my gosh. I'll give you a second to get your thoughts together. I don't have thoughts. There are no thoughts in my head. It's just static. You're going to start talking about this episode, and I'm gradually going to remember what happened. I don't even remember, and I watched this this morning, so sorry. Three, two, one, go. 
so the twerps are almost crushed to death by some falling boulders, but luckily are saved by a group of Arcanine who are being ridden by Keegan and Ramona, and they're making a delivery of Firestones to the annual Fire Pokemon Tournament slash festival. Suddenly, Team Rocket attacks, they steal the stones, some wacky antics ensue with a bunch of pitfall traps, and actually surprisingly really funny, and then they end up getting into a battle where they get the Firestones back, Ash decides to ride an Arcanine and becomes like the master of time, all the Arcanine, time, and time, the time. end. All right, so there's another festival? going on i loved it there was a festival happening that we didn't get to see oh that's pretty cool <laughs> amazing they didn't they did not say if it was annual or not okay i added that for dramatic effect because i thought it was funnier i wish they double dipped like each year and like oh we're gonna have a festival of the festival and it's each season of pokemon the pre-festival just did- <laughs> <laughs> pre-game here's the conclusion we need to make they go to so many annual festivals there are more annual festivals happening around that we don't get to see because the twerps aren't there. Oh, yeah. I think there's more festivals. There are more festivals than days in the yeah. year. So Ash could have had his own show. Ash Ketchum, Festivals Unknown. I'm telling you, it's Gilmore Girls because Stars Hollow has an annual festival every goddamn day. Oh, it's true. Oh, 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 Austin, did you like my explanation last episode? Uh, I did. I will say it makes sense because, spoiler alert, Logan would be the father, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Peggy. Alex is looking at us. She has no idea. I'm all the people that don't know what Gilmore Gilmore Girls is all about. Well, Alex, if you're out on the road feeling lonely and so cold, all you have to do is call my name name. and And I'll I'll be be there there on the next train. train. Okay, so today we are not leaving Stars Hollow. We are leaving Sticky Austin Mountain. Oh, yeah. Sticky Austin Mountain. (laughs) And we're getting new shoes. We're yeah. getting new shoes for <laughs> We're all relieved to be leaving Sticky Austin Mountain, and we certainly hope no random bullshit happens on our way down from the mountain. At this point, a rock slide happens. Sorry to disappoint you. Yep. Some bullshit's happening. And three Arcanine come to save us. Hooray. The Arcanine are owned by a sister and brother pair named Ramona and Keegan. Okay. They have a bag of Firestones. They're like, we're taking this to the annual Firestone Festival. <laughs> These are evolution stones? These are evolution stones. Okay. Because Growlithe evolves into Arcanine via Firestone, and Ash is amazed by this. I completely, I also was amazed because I completely forgot. So I was right there with Ash because I was like, really? It's not like a level 36 something or other? Oh, that's the only way it can do it, is a stone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The only oh, wow. way. What? I feel like I missed a joke. No, no, no. I was just saying that I forgot that was the only way oh, okay. that, that happened. I thought like you could level it up. I That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was something different, but apparently not. You have some protein. You got to shove a stone up its... Austin... Uh, excuse me. Uh, so, whoa. <laughs> Sliding right past that. Um, Volpix, is that also a stone evolution? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> What's going on? These two, I don't know what is happening. <laughs> Neither. Also, a plain door. I hit missed some something rocks. entirely. What? What? I don't even know. Jacob made a sex joke, and I was like, "What was it?" Because I wasn't listening. I don't even know. Oh, you don't even know. I was trying to just talk about the anatomy of Pokemon. Alex, Alex, tell us what you heard. Do Arcanine have ear holes? They can hear. Jacob said you had to stick the stone somewhere, so. And wherever you shove it, wherever you shove the stone. Like you got to express a Growlithe's <laughs> anal gland for it to evolve? What are you talking about? It's a reverse <laughs> expression. Okay, I don't care. We've lost it. The siblings are like Firestone delivery people, and they're going to deliver the twerps to Olivine City. 
Hooray! Thankfully, yes. I'm sorry, can I interrupt one second? You always do. That's right, because that's what this podcast is about, interrupting. Oh, sorry, I gotta interrupt you real quick and say that you should continue talking. So Dexter talks about Arcanine and calls it a legendary Pokemon, Mm -hmm. not the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Because it is the legendary Pokemon, but but it says a legendary, which is not correct. Dexter still thinks we're like in the early days when Arcanine and the Dratini line were considered legendaries. I don't know. It's still on like iOS 12 or something. It hasn't updated. (laughs) (laughs) The, so it calls it a legendary, which is. It's just a fucking dog. I don't understand the big deal. Because it's fast. It's super fast. Well, we're going to take these fast dogs and we're going to take them to Albine City. Except not really, because we still got 12 or 20 more episodes before we get there, so. 12 or 20? I don't know. I couldn't remember. It's a long time. Oh, God. Somewhere in that vicinity. Fun. Fun, fun, fun on the way to Alabine City. Brock is having a hard time riding on his Arcanine, because he has to ride on it solo. But then Ash ignores this completely and says, I want to ride on the Arcanine solo. So Keegan's like, okay, it's like a horse. You got to, like, lean this way or that way to direct the Arcanine. Because apparently Arcanine are so stupid that if you don't tell them which way to go, they'll run straight into a rock or a tree. Yeah. And they're riding bareback, too. Point that out. Does anybody here know anybody who knows, like, horse people? Yes. Or has ridden a horse? I'm curious. Like, if you were on a horse and you were riding it down the road, if the horse came across, like, a pit or an obstacle, would it just continue to ride straight into it? Like, do you have to give it input or will it just, like, have eyes and, like, I don't know, move out of the way? Like, I don't understand this. I think sometimes they keep going. What I've seen is, like, there'd be a pit and, like, the owner doesn't see it, but the horse does. And so they slam on the brakes and the rider's not prepared for it. So they flip over the horse into the ravine. Oh. As long as the horse sees it coming, they're not going to hurt themselves. Right? That's my thing. I'm like, I'm sure, wouldn't the animal's, like, survival instinct overtake what the rider tells i mean unless you've trained it so well where you're like okay horse go over this thing because i know with well maybe like in dressage competitions when the riders like the horse gets scared and it won't jump the fence you kind of have to tell the horse to jump the thing because it wouldn't normally do it but i don't know it just made me question the intelligence of these arcanine because they just were like i've become completely unable to do anything on my own it reminded me of the Growlithe, the police Growlithe, that oh, were yeah. confused because Jesse and James had voice-changing microphones. Oh, yeah, the the order. They couldn't tell. Yeah, and so Officer Jenny's right there like, Growlithe, listen to me! And they're like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we, hmm. this isn't surprising because they are pretty dense, we've they're seen. They're dumb dogs. If anyone does equestrian out there, I think that's how you say that, when the horses go to jump, do you have to cue it to jump or does it just jump? Like, is there skill involved in you timing it? Or does it just know, like, oh, I'm going to jump here? Horse riding, it's it seems dangerous. If anyone out there is an Arcanine rider, just let us know if they run straight into trees. Just let us know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the majority of this episode is a Team Rocket attack. They arrive via rocket, which must have cost them $30 billion. So they can seal the bag of Firestones. That was so thematic. I loved it. And so it. they ride off on their um, conjoining unicycle bicycle. Tandem bike. Tandem bike, which is able to split up into unicycles. Yep. Oh, right. That's cool. <laughs> That's what I was trying to imply, but it didn't work, come out very well. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
the twerps and the siblings fall into a pit. Oh my god. And so then we have to send out uh, Timothy. And Timothy is like, I know where to do. So he, yes. Sorry, I'm just, I have to give props to Team Rocket for that amazingly ingenious bicycle pitfall trick. Yes. I thought that was so clever. That was. They slammed on the brakes and that Arcanine kept on running and they fell into a pit. They, But the bike, it wasn't even just that they slammed on the brakes. Like, it was their whole attitude towards it because they, obviously, the bike is not going to outspeed the Arcanine. And they just put on this whole facade of like, oh no, you've caught us. I guess we better stop. And then they do, and it releases the parachute to help them stop faster. Meanwhile, the Arcanine can't stop as fast, and they slide right into the pit. I thought that was amazing. That was one of their better moments, I thought. They've become smarter over the years. They just go back to what they originally got them started with pits. Because there's going to be a lot more pits in this episode. Way more pits. A lot of pits. This is ingenious. This was a, I think this was one of Team oh, Rocket's okay. like, I've got the, strongest showings. I've got the episode title. Can I go and say it while it's right here? Go for it. Go for Show it. Show me your pits. Ew. <laughs> no. What? Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a great one. That, Come on. that idea was the pits, Jacob. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Such a good try, though. We love to see it. <laughs> so. Austin, you know what? We are a very inclusive podcast, though. If somebody's really into armpits, who are we to judge? Oh, I've had too many experiences of don't put on deodorant. Don't take a shower because I like man musk. Let me sniff your pits. Oh, God. This is this is one of those instances where we were just not on the same wavelength. But I got how you got that from what I was saying. I was thinking of show me your tits. But oh, <laughs> oh. OK. See, I live in a different world than Jacob. <laughs> That's where... right. I was thinking. And apparently so does Alex, because she also went to armpits. She did. (laughs) I mean, I thought for sure, I was like, okay, maybe some people are into, like, some hairy armpits. Yes, it's a whole thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I get how he got that. I was going for show me your tits. Yours is worse. I know, I know. Jacob. That's the point. The The fact that you and I, Austin, didn't even get that, that's sad for us. That shows that it's a bad pun and we should not use it for an episode title. (laughs) It shows it's a great pun and you can take it however you want. It means different things to different people. Brock asked Ramona to show her hairy armpits to him and she says, no, we have to get the fire So then he asked Arcanine to show him. And those Arcanines gladly flopped on their back and showed his belly to him. Brock couldn't get, um, what's her name? So he looks at the Arcanine and goes, man, that thing looks Arcafine. Arcafine. <laughs> the Arcafine Arcanine are led by Timothy Golbat. And we find that Team Rocket has split into three different pathways. Actually, no, they split into two different pathways, but Meowth has secretly gone off on his own path. And so we go one way. It's Misty, Brock, Ramona, and two Arcanine. Turns out James has laid a pitfall trap for them. So they're trapped. Oh, no. Ash, Keegan, and the other Arcanine, Arky, they follow Jesse. And Jesse has taken the time to set up an entire, like, official Pokemon League battlefield. Which is amazing. And she's like, let's have a battle. It's Arbok versus Pikachu. And Arbok loses, of course. So Jesse throws them a bag of stones that are not fire stones and they run up to get it and they fall into a pitfall trap. Yay. Show me your pits. Indeed. They should have known. So Ash even points this out at this point because he's like, don't worry, Keegan. We've battled Jesse 
dozens and dozens of times and she always loses and this time's going to be no different. So I think immediately at that point he should have 100% expected like okay something's off. There's no way Jesse would willingly like step into a battle thinking she's going to be confident enough to win. Like he should have known but I, I guess this is Ash we're talking about. Each episode wipes his memory. That's, That's the problem. This was obviously a trick. Team Rocket had way too much prep time this time. This was great, though. I think some of the visual gags and the... I, overall, I thought it was really funny. Oh, gag on your pits. Oh, my God, Jango. <laughs> okay, so Team Rocket falls into their failing trap that they always do, where instead of going to Giovanni, they decide to stop and celebrate, as they always do. They deserve to take a break. Well, the problem is they celebrate, like, 50 feet from their victory, it's like they just go behind some bushes and... They're going to celebrate with a catered picnic lunch, or dinner, I suppose, because now it's nighttime. Oh, they've also caught Pikachu. I don't give a shit. Arky lifts Ash and Keegan out of the pit and then jumps itself out. Somewhere in this process, Keegan has sprained his arm, so Ash has to take control of Arky because his exceptionalism allows him to commune with the Arcanine. Guys, did you not love the overlay where he's like, I have to become one with Arky, and then it's like Ash's face overlaid on top of Arcanine's face, and they've like melded into one being. Brother, it hurts. Yeah, that was a Zoids. What the fuck? That was a Zoids <laughs> call there. This is very Avatar. You gotta plug your squiggly thingies into the horse and ride it. Speaking of squiggly thingies, it's taken about seven hours, but Brock has come up with the idea to use Onyx as a staircase. Oh my god. Here we go again. I even wrote a note of that exact point because it says, hours later, because now it's nighttime, Onyx makes a staircase for Brock, Misty, and Ramona to get out of the hole. What have they been doing this whole time? I don't know, but I thought that would have been the first option that they would have gone with. Yeah. You think Onyx could have protected them from that rock slide too at the beginning, but just throwing it out there. They only remember Onyx exists when they truly are out of other options. When they need a staircase. Yep. That's it. That's the one thing he's good for. Can we rename Onyx to be Staircase? The Staircase. Staircase the Onyx. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Staircase gives them a lift, and Arky gives Ash a lift, and we all convene at where Team Rocket is. And we have a battle, and it is not interesting. The Arcanines run around, Team Rocket's blasted off, and we deliver the Firestones at the Firestone Festival, and the episode is over... And we can move on and never think about this ever again. Yes. Great. You don't think the battle was interesting? I mean, they used extreme speed, Austin. Their legs were blurs. Okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog ran by. They gave him rings. Gotta go fast. What is Arcanine's top speed? School that. Extreme. (laughs) Extreme. Extreme. (laughs) I don't know, Jacob. What is their top mile per hour? Oh, my God. 258 miles per hour. That's not that much. 258 miles per hour? That's faster than I could or you could run, Austin. I don't know about that. That's insane. Okay, I know it's insane, but Pidgeot can fly at Mach 2. I don't know. I feel like that's different because you're you're in the air and there's less like friction resistance because you're like not making contact with the ground. Mach 2 is 1,534 miles per hour. Yeah, but that's in the air though. You got like the wind helping you and all that other stuff. It doesn't count. According to Bulbapedia, it says Arcanine is capable of running 6,200 miles in 24 hours. Yeah, I've seen that one. What do we like better? Do we like regular Arcanine or Hisuian Arcanine better? Regular. 
Regular. Really? Regular. Why is that? Hisuian Arcanine looks like it needs a bath. <laughs> I know it's a stone it's statue, but still. It is fire rock. I forgot that part. Original 151 are the best. That's it. Okay. No, no. We disagree with that. Oh, Jacob's a Gen 1-er. Oh, no. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than what the original. <laughs> what was that one that you hated? A Lolan Executor that you fucking hated. <gasps> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Ugh. Jacob, that's blasphemous. Can we do MVP, LVP, and quote, please? Yeah, sure. My LVP is Jacob for not liking <laughs> a little <laughs> All right, I got to go first. I'm excited. I'm going to give my MVP to Arky. I like the name. It's really creative. Such a creative name. <laughs> Definitely one of the more unique yeah, ones. I bet he can run 260 miles per hour. Holy crap. Right into a tree. Right into a tree. I'm going to give my LVP. I'll give it to Onyx for being... <laughs> just for- Damn it. You, know, you can give him MVP. I mean, he's helpful, but this thing, this is an extreme Pokemon. Oh, wait, you said LVP. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel bad for it. It's more out of pity just because it can be used for so much more, and it comes out every 80 episodes, if not more, just to, for people to climb up it. It's like, this thing's mm-hmm. a beast. That thing would, wouldn't even be in a Pokeball. It would follow me around. I'd show it off. You know, walk soft and carry a big onyx. Yeah, damn right. And then my quote comes from James, of course. I, see, I feel like he's stealing the quotes. But he's the best at it. He always has. Yeah, he's always been the best. This time I've outdone myself. The pit's twice as deep because I've added 100% more hole. That was great. I love that. <laughs> that was perfect. That was the best That was the thing. best. That is probably top 10 quotes for this season. That's a million episodes long. Who's next? Austin. My quote will be Meowth saying, let's eat, drink, and get indigestion. Which, relatable. That spoke to me. I'll give my MVP to Onyx to piss off Alex. <sighs> he made a staircase. It was great. And my LVP will be Arky the Arcanine for running into multiple trees. So I just flipped what Jacob did. <laughs> okay. I am going to give my LVP to Brock for taking literal hours to come up with the idea for Onyx to get them out of this hole. Like Jacob said before, you know, that is his purpose. His sole purpose is to make a staircase. Okay. The one thing that you would automatically assume, okay, how do we get out of this hole? Oh, I know. In Brock's offense, it was 100% more hole. That is tr- Well, he wasn't in the 100% more hole hole, was he? <laughs> no, he was. <laughs> oh, wait, was that was that James's hole? That was James's hole. Or Jesse's hole? We were all in James's okay. hole. It was a Friday night. We were in there for hours. Brock was in James's hole and had to use Onyx to get out of it. Okay, that's... <laughs> Got it. Which Onyx does look like one of those beady things. Oh my god, okay. That reminded me all of a sudden of the hard gold soul silver trainers with the cloister and the Onyx. Oh, classic. classic. The young couple, they knew what they were doing. Okay, so that was the 100% more whole whole. So maybe I should give the benefit of the doubt, but I'm still giving it LVP to Brock because it took him that long to figure it out. And not utilizing Onyx like he should, just in a general sense. My MVP is going to be... Team Rocket? God, this is so... Okay, yeah. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, Team Rocket, because they had some real zingers this episode. Just for that quote alone, the 100% more whole. That was pretty funny. My quote is going to be... Unfortunately, Jacob took the best one of the whole episode. Of course. what I do. I guess it'll be the part where they stop to groom the Arcanine, the twerps, Keegan and Ramona. And this is when Keegan is like, hey, Ash... You know, why don't you go ahead and like ride around on the Arcanine? Ash is like, oh, perfect. I'm going to do this solo. This will be super awesome. 
And this is where Arcanine apparently cannot function without being told exactly what to do. So Ash ends up like falling off of Arcanine. And Misty says, maybe he's average for a beginner. And Brock says, maybe he's below average. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that does it for this episode. Are you Arcanine riders out there? Hope you enjoyed that one. What a waste of our fucking time. Okay. Oh, you think that's a waste of time? Wait till you get oh, to this. get ready. <laughs> get ready. Y'all, how dare you? This, is, this Dunsparce is a perfect Pokemon. I forgot this Pokemon existed. It looks like it's just an, it's a constant struggle to be alive. Austin has played this most recently. I kind of gave up because don't come at me, please. I'm not a big Scarlet and Violet fan. But Austin, I think you just finished the game. Violet, yeah. I finished the, the epilogue DLC. portion. Perfect. So you are the most recent person to have seen Dun 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 Sparse or whatever. Is it Dun 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 Sparse? Is it Dun 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 or Dun Dun Sparse? Okay, we need to have a whole discussion about Dun Sparse. Dun 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 Sparse. Dun 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 Sparse. Sparse. How many how many duns is it? Okay, it's Dun Dun Sparse. Oh shit, I was wrong. Dun Dun Dun. But there's three segments, right? It's so confusing. Okay, woo, Dun Sparse time. Okay, so Dun Sparse is a weird little thing. It's a weird little fucker. Did you do any research on what it is? Oh, it's a, right. It's a, okay, so... It's a ch- Suchinoko. Suchini- yeah, Suchi- Such- Suchinoko is a... It's a cryptid. It's a Japanese cryptid, which is a snake-like being. Bee snake. So that's why they kept on calling it a bug. Okay. Yeah, similar in appearance to a snake, but with a central girth that is much wider than its head or tail. I've heard that before. So it's like a jackalope or something like that. No, and no, it's not a jackalope. It's got snake skin. No, 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 no. I mean, like, it's something that's not real, that people say was real. Also, it appears to combine bee and snake-like features. It may draw specific inspiration from digger bees. What the hell is a digger bee? Like a carpenter bee? Apparently, they are bees that make their nests in the ground. Yeah. I think I've heard of them before. What is the sentence, Bulbapedia? Visually, but not functionally, its drill resembles a rattlesnake's rattle, although this is probably a coincidence. You think what? it's a coincidence that the snake thing has a snake rattle? <laughs> I don't know. Wikipedia, <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, so this thing is really a crazy amalgam of a bunch of different things. It's like a weird Japanese thing that we don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't necessarily consider Dunsparce very often, if much at all, but I mean, now that I'm like looking at it, it's like fine. I mean, it's. Nah. Cute enough. What does it evolve into? What's its evolution? Okay, here's what it evolves into. I want to send you pictures. Okay, send me. Which it did not have an evolution until very recently. It's Game Freak trolling us, and I love it. Okay, so it's new. Love it. This is Dun Dun Sparse. Oh, it's literally just its first name repeated twice? Yeah, and it has a second body. It's got an extra, like, uh, segment to it. Yeah, and it has, like, some, like, very small differences. Like, it has more chin hairs. Yeah. Are those hairs or spikes? It's spikes so it can crawl. Like it's got to dig its mouth into the ground and it pulls itself forward. Okay, so here is the regular Dun Dun Sparse. And here is its alternative form. Also called Dun Dun Sparse, but count the number of bodies it has. Oh, it has three bodies instead of two bodies. What? It's got extra wings on each segment. What does it do? What is it known for? It, it's a, it's more Dunsparce. But there's no... This is the ultimate troll. There's no attack that's special with it? Is it just... It's a leveled up while knowing the move Hyper Drill. Okay, so the form of Dun Dunsparce that Dunsparce evolves into is determined based on its encryption constant with a 99% chance of it evolving into a two-segment form 
and a 1% chance of it evolving into a three-segment form. Oh, that's cool. I like stuff like that. What's an encryption context? Like how Wormpole evolves randomly? So this is like some really intense programming stuff that I really feel like I'm not qualified to speak on. So please do your own research. Apparently, the only thing to know here is that a three-segment one is super rare. Oh, wait, it says, oh, this is interesting. Here's a little hack. I guess it says, since natures are determined via personality value prior to Gen 5, a hardy nature done sparse with the ability Serene Grace that is transferred from Gen 3 or 4 to Gen 9 will have a 50% chance of evolving into a three-segment form done done sparse. That is too much work. How do people find this stuff out? Too much work. Oh, my God. Look at how fat this thing is. It's so cute. Austin just sent a screenshot. It's so cute. Okay, Dundun Sparse is, is funny. Dunsparce itself is nothing. Well, you need Dunsparce for Dundun Sparse. That's true. And it's kind of like a like a punchline. Yeah, it's like a it's fulfilling the joke. That's so cute to me. Like all this time I had nothing, and so people were probably like complaining. So Game Freak was like, All right, you want an evolution? Here you go. Here it Same is. <laughs> yep. It's even more useless. I think this is probably one of the better jokes that they've played on us. This is pretty cute. Yeah, this is very self-aware. They listen to the audience. Sadly, this is not a done-done sparse episode. It's a done sparse episode. Yay. Which I need to summarize still. Good luck. Uh, All right, I'm going to do real quick. All righty. Three, two, one, go. All right, so they're still walking the olive vine, and they come across a kid who's crawling around in the grass, and he's a bug catcher. Like, hey guys, I'm looking for a Dunsparce because everybody in town caught a Dunsparce a few months ago when a horde broke out. But because I was visiting my sick grandpa, I missed out. So they try to help this kid, Bucky, catch one. Team Rocket comes and they're like, hey, you know what would be better than one Dunsparce to give to Giovanni? All the Dunsparce. So they trick all the kids into trading away for fake mole traces. And then Ash and friends have to get all the Dunsparces back. Bucky ends up catching one. Hooray. Okay, I was confused. When does yeah. Bucky become the Winter Soldier? I don't know, but I was waiting for Captain America to show up. Is Ash the Captain America in this situation? He's Captain Japan. Captain Kanto. <laughs> Captain Kanto. Captain Kanto. Why was this kid's name Bucky? Oh, my God. I don't know. Well, he's Winter Soldier. Obviously, that's it. I thought, um, like, I guess Brock and Misty are Tony Stark's parents. That's what's going to happen here. That's going to go down. <laughs> Bucky's going to kill them. <laughs> Bucky's going to kill them. <laughs> And then he becomes the Winter Soldier. There's a lot going on with Marvel. I don't. I don't understand. He uh, he doesn't lose his arm. Dunsparce chews it off. <laughs> oh yeah, Dunsparce chews it's it like off. A, I forgot that part. That's how it evolves. I heard if you got like a cut or something like that, you could put a Dunsparce on it and it cleans it for you. It goes into oh, okay. your bloodstream, and then it becomes a Dun Dunsparce. Afterwards, sucks your. No, blood. it evolves into a, the three segment Dun Dunsparce, and it like explodes out of your body like a xenomorph. Oh yeah, but but only if you got type O blood. So you got to have a special blood type to get the three-segmented Dunsparce. Right. You need to have the right nature and the right ability. That's right. Right. Where do we go? That was a good summary, Alex. You basically did the whole episode. Like I said, we're going Olivine. Lord knows when we'll get there. Between 12 and 20 episodes, apparently. Yeah. We come across a guy named Bucky. He's got really bad teeth. This is an unfortunate... I hope this is a nickname. Maybe his name is like Beauregard or something, and they just call him Bucky. You hope his name is Beauregard? What is Bucky a nickname for? Is Beauregard. It a for he just nailed it. Is it Beauregard? Is it really? I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope his name is Beauregard. I like that better. I never come across someone named Bucky before. What? Hold on. I'm gonna. What is Bucky a nickname for? Apparently, it's a nickname for William. That what? That can't be right. So if you don't want to go with Bill, you can go with Bucky. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Some other people are saying Benjamin or Buchanan. 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 That's a good one. That makes Let's sense. Let's call it Buchanan. So we got Bucky Buchanan with us today. Some BB action. And twerps come across him. And they're like, hey, can we help you? And he goes, no, buck you. Just kidding. <laughs> Episode <laughs> over. We're done. <laughs> episode is that the title is that is that the title fuck you i put a title in the chat that we can talk about later i thought it was pretty okay okay. all right all right right. that's not a bad one though buck you but no no he doesn't say that he's just twiddling his thumbs and i guess he's upset because he can't catch a dunsparce and he's a loser for it and he can't even go to his local playground because all the kids have one so i mean that would suck to be your entry to the playground is to have a dunsparce i guess it's a school playground that we we follow this kid to this park it's parker's playground and he wants a Dunsparce, like I said, because every other kid has a Dunsparce in there. They do all sorts of weird stuff with these Dunsparce in this playground. They, like, throw them on the jungle gym. They slide them down slides. It's all fun, fun stuff going on here. The Austin is flabbergasted. I am. Dunsparce is the most boring thing in the world. How can- this it's a weird scene to see these kids in the park with these things. It's, it's I not know. fun. To be 100% fair, you have to remember where we are, right? We're in Johto. Not a whole lot goes <laughs> that's on right. here. <laughs> this is the most exciting thing that's happened to these kids in their whole lives, I'm sure. Yep. Okay, I have to ask, is this is this a reference to the Horde outbreaks? We can say it is. I thought like, okay, these poor kids have like nothing else to go on. They have no entertainment, clearly. There's not like a mall or a movie theater for miles around. Yeah. So they have to like polish their Dunsparces. I know, all of Vine City is 12 to 20 episodes away. Like that's a long trek. Right? That's like obviously 6,200 miles or something like that. They need an Arcanine, which they don't have. And speaking of polishing your Dunsparce, we're also arguing over who's is bigger, by the way, in this episode. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, could you imagine if these kids found out about three segment versus two segment Dunsparces? Oh that would be they would freak out. That would be insane. It'd be like a kid in their phone. They would just look at the Dunsparce all day. Never <laughs> look like it's time for dinner. <laughs> no, no, I gotta get the three segment. How awesome was it? The segment where the kids are showing like their photo diary or no, they're like crayon drawing diaries of what their Dunsparce did every day. Mm-hmm. the mundane activities all they do is what they eat and sleep they eat sleep eat sleep throughout the day they never poop yeah no the other kid is like a malt look what my dunsparce did it eats and it sleeps but his dunsparce did it better they're even injecting him with like steroids to make him bigger no that's sunflora town oh, this is dunsparce town that's right <laughs> Dunsparce. They race them, right? Did I or is that wrong? Yes. Don't they race them? They race the Dunsparce. It goes exactly how you think it would. It's so you're gonna get sunburnt third degree by the time these things move at all. Uh, but our poor uh, poor Bucky is over there in the corner. He pulls out his um Caterpie to show off. And no one's interested in that. Nobody cares about Caterpie here. Yes, Alex? <laughs> Sorry. That was he funny. Pulls out his he pulls out his Caterpie. Uh. Oh, he, that's what he does. He literally pulls out of his pocket. You know, nobody's impressed with this thing. Everyone wants a Dunsparce. You're not cool unless you got a Dunsparce. That's a, such a stupid idea. I feel like this does feel real. Like one kid gets the Dunsparce and then all the kids have the Dunsparce and it's all like Dunsparce week and then then they all get bored of it. Like that feels like something that happens in classrooms, right? Oh, of course. I mean, this is typical fad behavior, you yeah. know. What's the hot thing right now? It's the Dunsparce. But you know what? I do want to say... I am proud of these kids. And maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I was expecting it to be a situation where, like, the neighboring kids were going to be bullying Bucky all episode for not having 
a Dunsparce, but they were super nice to him. That was like, hey, wild. like hang out with us. And like, yeah, I know. I was like, these kids are not terrors. Like I thought they were going to be like jerks, but they were all really nice. Like even the one kid was like, hey, Bucky, come race your Caterpie with us in the race. Like even though you don't have the exact same thing we do, we still want you to like hang out with us. And like the one girl like called him out at one point because he's like, did you invite him to make fun of him or whatever? And he's like, no, I really wanted him to like play with us. Like it was really cute, actually. Do we think that's unrealistic? It is unrealistic, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> so I guess sadly, I guess behind the scenes, his parents were putting him down. Then, but they didn't catch a Dunsparce. <laughs> we never see any parents in this <laughs> entire episode. <laughs> you do see his parent. You do see Bucky's in the flashback. Oh right, and they say, "Don't come home. You're not getting any more food. And don't come home till you get a Dunsparce." So have at it. Uh, so we don't, we don't have a Lord of the Flies situation going on here. We've got more of a welcoming community. You know, you're not alienated because you don't have a Dunsparce, which is fine. You're just a loser. So to not become a loser anymore, we're going to go out and get one. Cause Bucky's had enough, and he sees the twerps as like a guiding beacon of light to get him one. But uh, sorry, Bucky, you chose the wrong people because they can't capture it either. <laughs> yep, you, the wrong help has been chosen for you, Bucky. Because we go out and we're trying to, hey, we're going to find one. Turns out these things can move, and uh, we can't catch it. It kind of digs through dirt pretty fast, mm-hmm. so that makes me think it's like more of a mole cricket. And as Alex mentioned, Team Rocket does show up here, and they're going to catch one for uh, Geo, which I don't think he'd be very impressed with. In fact, that'd be kind of insulting. But hey, Team Rocket wants it, so Team Rocket's going to do it. And uh, to actually our surprise, they actually are the one that capture it. <laughs> so I don't... They are the ones that pull through and actually get the thing after Ash has been in the wilderness for four days trying to capture it. Team Rocket's actually there in ten minutes gets it. Okay, I have a hot take. Go for it. What's that? Do we think Dunsparce would actually make a good Team Rocket Pokemon? Yes. If they didn't have Wobbuffet, yes. then maybe. If it had Wobbuffet's personality and Wobbuffet was not there. Right, so Dunsparce and Wobbuffet are kind of that like personality trope of like, the cute but dopey kind of comic relief type thing. So I feel like if they didn't have Wobbuffet taking up that spot, like Dunsparce would be like the dopey one. It would be a perfect fit if they like were in battle and they're like Dunsparce go and they throw it out and all it does is like dig in the dirt and then goes away each time it did. <laughs> like each time. That'd be a good little gag, right? That'd be fun. That'd be terrible. I take it over Weezing. Like I said, Team Rocket does capture the Dunsparce well, they actually get blasted off while they capture it by Pikachu, just shocks them. And they land, and they decide, hey, this one Dunsparce, that's not enough. I want them all. I gotta catch them all. They should get every Dunsparce and try to evolve all of them to get the three-segment Dun Dunsparce. That would be that would be a better episode. <laughs> that would be cool. We're about 20 years too early, Damn. unfortunately. So our grand plan is to capture all the Dunsparce. And how are we gonna do this? We're gonna put on a play for showing how valuable Moltres is. And this is pretty much your, like, elementary school production style play here with cardboard wings and not very good acting. Where was the confidence? So James is once again playing the role of the Moltres, but this one is, like, the saddest, pot-bellied, most pathetic-looking Moltres ever. Where is the I am a flaming Moltres energy? Such a wasted opportunity! It could have come back. It could have made a return. But sadly, like, I was like, what the hell? Did we forget that that ever happened? I, I forgot. <laughs> you forgot about Flaming Moltres? I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jacob. I know. <laughs> Last time he had that confidence, it was because of his fortune in the fortune telling right. book, right? And he was so 
filled with this like sense of like superiority so maybe his confidence was crushed he couldn't he couldn't step into the role of the flaming moltres again that was like a one and done thing they could have at least had him wear the costume again though yeah this was a completely different costume this was not like the fabulous i am a flaming moltres this was like the really dumpy like with the actual moltres head it looked like a big bird costume Ooh. the reason why it looks so bad is because they spent all their money on this Pokeball swap machine that they get all the kids to put their Pokeballs into to trade for a Moltres. This is like the two episodes of callbacks, because we've done this before. And we'll do it again. And we'll do it again, too. But with the pits and the balls, we've, we've done this before. Smell my pits, smell my balls. Whoa. From your pits to your balls. To the balls. Team Rocket answers your calls. Calls! <laughs> Oh, good thing neither one of you guys make rap as a as a career. <laughs> These kids are so gullible, though. Well, they don't give a shit about their Dunsparce. They're like, oh, the next new thing, we all get Moltres. This, that, the ironic part, and I, I was going to make a comment of this later, but it's like, they, they really don't care. They're like, oh, we care about our, our Dunsparce so much. We love them. But they were so quick to want to, like, trade them away. If they would have got sick of them eventually, and they would have just been left around the house, and the parents would have been like, what do we do with this thing? And they would have shoved it in the attic. And forgot it was up there, and then, like, go around Christmas to go get the decorations, and there's a Dunsparce laying in your attic. A Dunsparce skeleton. Yeah. So maybe it would have been better. Maybe it would have been better for them to go with Giovanni. I mean, they would have something to do. Yeah, they would be something, <laughs> right? Maybe they could till a garden for them. So all the kids get duped, and guess who comes to the rescue to help get the kids' uh, Pokemon back? It's Bucky. Bucky is here to save the day, but he looks a lot different. He's missing an arm. He's wearing an eye patch. Yeah, he's a cold-blooded assassin. He's got long hair. He's got long hair. He can wield uh, some kind of like shield-looking thing that has a Dunsparce face on it. Glow up. We glow up. He's evolved, and now he's Buck Bucky, and he has two <laughs> bodies, two torsos <laughs> on top of each other. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. But then in another uh, Marvel Universe, he's a three-segmented Buck Buck Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate universe. <laughs> That's the ultimate universe. <laughs> uh, all right, we can probably just wrap it up here. It's not much left. Bucky gets pissed that all the Dunsparce are gone. He goes in the battle with Team Rocket and along with the twerps and Caterpie. Does Caterpie save the day? Did I misremember that? Does Caterpie get involved in it or is he long gone? I think the twerps pretty much chase Team Rocket off. Okay. All I know is that they beat Team Rocket and then uh, Bucky's finally able to get his Dunsparce. Then he goes back to the playground, but everybody is done with Dunsparce, so we went through all this for nothing. Now they're all on Caterpie. Okay. <laughs> now the kids all love right. Caterpie. Before, <laughs> before I comment on the horrible thing, horrifying thing that Austin just posted in the group chat here, I have a few thoughts, if we can back up a little bit. Thought number one is when the kids are getting duped with this Moltres scam, whatever, which they kind of deserve because it's such an obvious scam. Misty, they, like, are walking back to town because they can't find the Dunsparce. They looked for hours and hours. Misty makes this comment, which I don't know if you guys, like, heard this, but I was like, what the hell? She's like, I wonder, we've spent all this time looking, we came up empty-handed. She's like, I wonder if it wouldn't have been easier to just look for Team Rocket instead and just take in the one that they stole. First of all, they didn't steal that one. No. They happened to get lucky and got blasted off with it, but it's a wild Pokemon, nobody had a claim to it so i'm like you would have literally stolen a pokemon from somebody else that's a good point the second point was when they were having the battle with team rocket 
Did you guys catch when Jesse told Waba Fett to use counter against water gun? Oh. Instead of mirror coat? Well, she still doesn't know the difference. I guess. But it was funny because that one episode where we had Waba Fett became too meta and he was like overthinking it and he couldn't use counter or mirror coat because Jesse didn't know which one to, which one it was. I forgot. I, I forget too. So I'm with that. I'm Jesse with that on that one. Awesome. Now let's talk about this di- dissected um, diagram of Dunsparce that you just posted. I tried to find a picture of a Dunsparce skeleton and I couldn't find it. But I did find a diagram of the internal organs of a Dunsparce from a book called Pokenatomy, unofficial Pokemon anatomy book. Oh, it's unofficial. Okay. Yeah. This is really disturbing. It's like... Well, get ready for this, Alex. <gasps> oh my god. Ew, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's a whooper cut in half and you can see the innards of it. Okay. No, thank you. I don't like this at all. How do I delete somebody else's pose? <laughs> You've asked that before. Oh my god. You know what I want now? I want a zombie Pokemon episode. Where they're trapped in a cabin, like all these, they look like this. And all the whoopers come. Yeah. That reminded me, there actually is a Pokemon ROM hack. Pokemon, like a zombie apocalypse. Oh my god. Well, we'll play it on um, Twitch whenever we get around to doing that. It is called, oh, Pokemon Snakewood. It's a Ruby ROM hack. Snakewood. Pokemon Snakewood. It is, and it is about a zombie apocalypse. And I do want to play it at some point. I want to do a Twitch playthrough. Are the Pokemon zombies or the people zombies? uh there's both once you finish moving there's no time like the present let's 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 actually do this shit (laughs) i know once i have a dedicated space that's what we're gonna do so listeners let us know would you like to see us play a rom hack first or a like a actual playthrough of like a legit game so nuzlocke we we have to do we have so many things we could do we could do nuzlocke we have the pokemon orange islands rom hack we've got this there's so many i have so many on my list but yeah so jacob to answer your question there is a zombie game. Everyone's already thought of it. That's how it goes. It's Pokemon. There's like, you can't do anything new. Well, are we uh, done sparse with this episode? Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to say? <laughs> I'm done done sparse. <laughs> I have one final thought, if I may. Did anybody, because you guys were talking about like the fad thing earlier. Did anybody else think that this episode was going to end with another horde of Pokemon coming through? Yes. Yeah. That they were going to be like onto the next. Like as soon as Bucky caught the Dunsparce, the kids were going to be like, "Oh my God, look a Yanma or something." Like, what is the most boring Pokemon they could move on to? Uh, an Alolan Executor. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, but that's such a good question. What other boring Pokemon, as of this point, would they have been able to move on? I'm to? I'm going to Google po- boring Pokemon. And I am too. Let's up. see what Google says. The first one is Dedenne. The second one is Jinx. Love Disc? But those don't exist yet. What's a halibut looking one? Okay, I take an issue with that. How is Dedenne boring? I don't know. I think it was just Google algorithm. Stunfisk. Oh, I know. Um, Quillfish. Ooh. Oh, is Quillfish boring? I don't think so. I think it just suffers from inattentiveness from the writers. No, I think Dunsparce is the most boring Pokemon of all. Far-fetched. I think it's got it's got attitude. They could all get Remoraids, and they can be the new Remoradian Society. There you go. Here's an article that says the 20 worst Pokemon designs ever ranked. Okay, number one is Jinx. Trubbish is not the worst. Trubbish is awesome. Don't, don't, get away from this article. Go. <laughs> Klefki, Klefki's adorable. Vanellite, also adorable. This person has bad opinions. Binacle, okay, I don't, I'm not a fan of Binacle. Eh. Oh, I like Trobopass, Fungus, Fungus, Burmy, Love Disc, Unknown. That's not 
worse. That's pretty cool. Voltorb. What is the name of this person so we can dox them? Oh, yeah, that's good. Let's go to their house <laughs> and I'm just going to say it's a digital spy article, which I don't really know about this publication, but I disagree strongly with the list. Jinx isn't even on there. Jinx is on here, but so is Litwick and the Chandelure line, <gasps> and I very vehemently disagree with that. Dude. And Honedge. Honedge oh my is God. on here? No, this person just hates ones that are not animals. That's what it is. I'm sorry. That's what I it is. strongly disagree with you, person who published this, because this is... You pick some bad one. These are really awesome designs, and I definitely disagree with you. This person just hates Gen 5. It's really bad, too, because I know all of those, so you're way wrong. How could you ever say that about the Litwick line? That is just wrong. It's precious. There's such a thing as a wrong opinion, and this is it. Yeah, like not liking a little executor. That's a wrong opinion. That is a wrong opinion. That's a right opinion. <laughs> Maybe we should go right for Digital Spy. Maybe that guy. We have more to come. Uh, well, they're hiring anyone. They don't care. That's true. I'm going to be a freelance. Honestly, I, I don't know, Austin, really. I think Dun Dun's, Dun Dun Spars is the objectively most boring at this point. Yeah. But I think it's supposed to be boring, so that's not its fault. It just looks like it's suffering the whole time. It just looks it's awful. not supposed to be alive. Yeah. Its eyes even look like aspirin pills. It's in so much pain. Look at that. Aspirin <laughs> <pills>. <laughs> it's so bad. I have a newfound appreciation for Dunsparce, even though I've never caught one or used one, because I just can't be bothered really to even find one when I play through those games. I don't hate it. It's not the worst. It's okay. It's kind of cute in its own way. Maybe I'll catch one. I am playing Soul Silver technically. <laughs> MVP, LVP. You're convincing yourself <laughs> as you talk. Is that what it's, it's coming across? I'm like, yeah, I'm talking myself. <laughs> Let's give you three minutes, and Dunsparce is going to be your favorite Pokemon of all time. <laughs> she country, yeah. Yep, we've all been there, that thought line. Sometimes you just have to talk it through. Yep. That's all my thoughts, Jacob. I okay, I'm just going to hold them up. Sometimes you need to finish the chain. If you want to go finish the chain, that's fine, too. But if not, Austin, you're first, followed by me, and then Alex. My quote will be, okay, Misty asked Team Rocket, how come you're dressed up as pirates? Because they are for some reason. And Jesse says, because. And James joins her and they both say, because. All right. Well, what about Meowth's follow-up to that? I feel like you got to. He pratfalls and he's like, I thought we had a mix-up at the laundromat. Yeah. Something like that. I guess my MVP will be, I'll give it to Joseph. Uh, who is Joseph? <laughs> Okay, so all the, uh, there's a fuck ton of kids, and one of them is named Joseph, I think. And I think Joseph is the child who's voiced by an actual child. Oh, oh that you mean kid. you mean JoJo? That's right. Okay, JoJo, and J- someone must have brought in their kid to do some lines. So that's fun. I I think that's fun as long as the kid was open to it. I'm good. So he was the one that, yeah, there was, oh, I remember that. There was a marked difference in the quality and delivery of a couple of the lines. Maybe he was like Alex Davis and he won a contest. I don't know. I would love to have like a documentary or some kind of like expose on like the behind the scenes of the voice acting, but like with the real people. Oh, you can listen to Four Kids Flashback. Is that a thing? That's a podcast. Ooh, okay. Well, let's, let's learn more about this and we'll report back. Yeah, so I give it to Joseph because some child got to be on TV. That's fun. And my LVP will be James for not having the confidence of a flaming Moltres. Good. Sadly. My LVP is going to be the dirt in this episode for being having to have Dunsparce penetrate it. feel bad for that dirt. 
Now with 100% more hole. (laughs) (laughs) The dirt's now 100% more hole. Godly, I don't know. I'll give my LVP to Caterpie. I don't know. I feel kind of bad for it with it just not like Bucky not being proud of it. I I love Caterpie. Caterpie's probably one of my original favorites. Better than Dunsparce. Yeah, it's better than Nunsparce and Alolan Executor, so... (gasps) Jacob is just coming for Alolan Executor today. Well, I didn't start it, but I'll finish it. I'll make sure it's done with. Uh, My MVP, I'll give it to... Wait, didn't your... Wasn't your MVP... Was it... Wait, was it Caterpie or the Dark? I'm so confused. I don't know what I was doing. I'll give my LVP to Caterpie, officially. My MVP, I'll give it to the kids' attitudes towards Bucky. Okay. We're getting pretty esoteric at this point. <laughs> Inclusivity, I, I love to see it. <laughs> yeah. We've probably all been there where we couldn't get the thing everyone else had and we felt excluded. But luckily these kids were like, hey, dude, it's fun. Bucky was very lucky that he had such nice classmates. Lucky Bucky. That That's right. Lucky Bucky. I don't know. That sounds like a euphemism or something. Uh, I'll take a one lucky Bucky, please. That'll be $100. Uh, my quote, I'm sorry, Jacob. <laughs> my quote will be from um, James again. Jesse is like looking over at the twerps as they're approaching him for like the final battle, and she goes, "Glare!" And then James goes, "Glare! Glare at what?" Austin, I have forgotten. What was your MVP uh, again? I forgot too. Shit. Uh, all Isn't right. Bucky? Well, no, hope- Joseph. Jo- Jojo. Joseph. Got Jojo. Jojo. And what was your LVP again? I forgot. Um, James. James. My MVP, did anybody say Dunsparce? I'm going to give it to Dunsparce. Okay. For being super, super cute. Super cute. And. God, Alex has Stockholm Syndrome. Why? Why? Because I am appreciative of the Dunsparce. Sparse Home Syndrome. Look, it's underappreciated. If there's one thing the anime is good at, it's like getting you to appreciate Pokemon you would never would have considered before. This episode did that? This episode did that? Why not? I'm glad it worked for you. I'm the outlier, I suppose, but I think it's cute. And you know what? Honestly, to be completely transparent, I'm going to absolutely forget about Dunsparce the minute we stop recording. But for this moment in time, I love it. And it's got a three segment. It's super cute. Now that I'm looking at it. I'll never catch one or own one, but you know what? Whatever. My LVP is going to be all those kids because what? they were <laughs> they were super quick. They were like, oh my God, I live and breathe Dunsparce. I love it. I will never trade it away and then the minute some randos come to town with a promise of a mole trace they're like fuck you dunsparce i guess they're they're super fickle those kids they're really nice to bucky but they don't give a shit about their dunsparce that's the attitude of a lot of trainers though because remember this worked before when everyone's like i'll just get rid of it whatever pokemon i got i'd want that new thing yeah people are so quick to trade away the things that they're claiming like oh my gosh i put my heart and soul into this i love it it's my favorite somebody comes with the promise of like, ooh, here's a very clearly a scam. And they're like, all right, I'll take it. Forget you, Dunsparce. And then after the end, after they got taken advantage of, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Dunsparce. I should have never believed it. I should have never fallen for this obvious scam. Except for that one girl. I will, okay, let me take it back. All those kids, except for that one girl, because the one girl is the only one who didn't trade her Dunsparce away. And she's like, she was a true Dunsparce loyalist she was like i cared about it so much i couldn't bear to part even for the moultrie that was sarah sarah stayed strong was that her name sarah okay we'll go with that jacob sarah mvp dunsparce lvp those kids except for sarah and my quote during the part where they're trading offering to trade to the moultrie the kids are like we can trade a moultrie for a dunsparce and jesse says that's right james says for we are the messengers of the moultrie traveling the world as ambassadors for the mighty flaming pokemon 
I have an honorary quote before we end. Sure. When Bucky catches his Dunsparce, everyone's like, yeah, go Bucky. Woo, Dunsparce. And then Ash screams out, you were great too, Caterpie. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. Ash said that? Yes. Oh, Good that's for precious. Her. We Good know Ash Caterpie. has a thing for Caterpie, so that, I appreciated that little note. Ash is like, secretly forget Pikachu. Caterpie's Ash's favorite Pokemon. Caterpie is best Pokemon. That is so sweet. I completely missed that he said that. I love that. It was charming. That's very charming. Good callback there. Does anybody have anything else to say? Are we wrapping it up here? Are we done, done, sparse? Dun, 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 dun. All right. Austin, what is on the exciting menu for next week? Well, we still have 12 or 20 more episodes of the season, you guys. Be patient. Of the season or till we get to the gym? Oh, both. I didn't realize that a new season started in the middle of a gym. The gym episodes are the last two episodes of the season. Okay. All right. Next episode, we got... Actually, I think we got two good ones. The Wayward Wobbuffet and Sick Days. Well, we would like to say thank you all for listening. Please leave us a five-star rating. If you have any questions or comments, you can send it to outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. We've got an X account, formerly known as Twitter. It is out of drawing pan. Again, the handle is out of drawing pan. We got an Instagram that I think recently got a Christmas post added to it. Am I right? <laughs> Two months later, <laughs> yes, right. indeed. That's right. Ooh, you can check that out. I think it's called Out of the Drawing Pan. Am I right, Alex? I think so, if I remember right. It's oh. been so long. Okay, good deal. Out of the Drawing Pan is Instagram. Go check some posts out there. Uh, we also got a Patreon, which you can check out in the link to the description of the podcast. And finally, be sure to join us next time as this journey continues. <laughs>